Bull Bros, here we are once again. Thank you guys once again tuning on in. Man, it's been Woo! a fun, fun week with basically training camp opening, seeing the Chargers play. I mean, this is what we're, we've been waiting for and talking about this whole entire time. And man, yep. it was great. It was great to be able to be out there with my bros for yeah. day one of training camp. We all were together day one, which was awesome to be able to be out there with you guys. So um, mm -hmm. once again, my name's James. We got my brother, Kyle and Andy, or Andrew, I should say, is what he goes mm -hmm. by. We're here to talk about the Chargers and Chargers opponents. So probably going to talk mostly about training camp today, but uh, love it, guys. Bolt bros. Let's go. Oh, we get out of here. Here we are. Here we are, boys. Love doing that. Love doing uh, that. Oh, yeah. That intro is so solid, bro. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. I love yeah. it. So, man, once again, we talked a little bit and briefly got you guys hyped up with the Herbo video, man. And, uh, man, I'll, just talk about the experience of us being out there. Uh, you know, actually, I know Kyle and Andy brought up a couple different things, just talking a little bit about what's happening of other teams' camps. I don't know if we want to chat briefly about that before we kind of jump into our experience, but. Um, I think it's kind of good just to talk about our opponents, obviously, too, and see kind of what the AFC West yeah. is seeing and what we're seeing from other camps after week one. So um, I think, Andy, you were chatting a little bit about the Raiders, too, right? And kind of yeah. what you saw a little bit from them. Well, it sounds like Josh McDaniels, you know, has been, uh, been hollering at some people. Apparently, there were some, some pretty solid screaming matches at some of his players. And look, I mean, it'd be really interesting to see how, you know, he plays out as a head coach, right? I mean... Yeah. Look, every head coach that's ever gone anywhere else from Bill Belichick hasn't really done that well, right? And yeah. so, man, he was a bust when he went to Denver that one year, and now, yep. I, you know, people handle stress very differently. Everyone handles stress that's differently. That's very true. And I look, yep. at, I look at Josh McDaniels, and I ask myself this question, can he really be the guy? And he hasn't proven that he can be. So yeah, it's something to think about, right? I mean, is he going to implode and 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 even be a decent head coach? He didn't do it with the Broncos. We'll see if he can do it with the Raiders. And the Raiders, historically, they made some bad choices, man. I mean, they always want the sexy pick, and and it's not the right thing, you know. And so, yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever. We'll see what happens. So that's that's an interesting one I wanted to discuss today. Yeah, I know. It's just with that, too. Like, I mean, Rich Bisaccia, who is their head coach, who took I think over. he should have been their guy. He should have been their guy. Should've I don't know why guy. they let him go. Should have yeah. been their guy. I, I think he yeah. was – he got that team into the playoffs. And right. I, I think he did a better job than John Gruden. So, it's kind of crazy to be able to see that there's a transition here. Now, it's almost like – Yeah, on a hard year, wanna, Yeah, right, right. And, I mean, it's pretty incredible what he did. And – I don't know if they're just trying to have another guy who's a hard-nosed head coach. And, you know, sometimes that's not very effective with these young guys. And, um, you know, I don't, right. I don't think I like to get, um, you know, yelled at at my job all the time. Right. That, that doesn't seem effective for me by any means. So who knows? We'll see what happens there. I mean, you know, obviously we just hope the uh, Raiders crash and burn. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we don't want to see anything good come out of them at all. Yeah, yeah we're good with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to be like 40 and 14. Cool. Great. Have a good yeah, time yeah. with that. Good. Yeah. So right. I don't know. Uh, any other comments on that, Kyle, at all? Yeah. I mean, like, 
there's a lot to be said about the uh, freaking coach who just shows up and with all the rockiness of that whole season, mm-hmm. just takes the team to the playoffs. You know, look, I mean, that's that's no easy feat. No. You know, look, I mean, obviously, like, and I don't know why they, they would have let him go. But then again, I guess they went with McDaniels. And so he he wants his own guys to be in there, just like Staley wants his own guys, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think, yeah. But uh, yeah, who knows? Um, but I think actually, you know what? We actually got our first question already here. Like, and this is like kind of like one of the pressing matters because this news just came yeah. out. Yep. Uh, but straight up, um, who is Sage Surratt? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's spelled it a little wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's spelled incorrectly. You know, and and you know when and guys, when when, when we say we talk about the Chargers twenty four seven, we talk about the Chargers twenty four seven. James, remember right. you said that to me, and I said, "Oh my gosh, one of our tight ends has to be hurt." I literally yep. said that, didn't I, James? I said the only reason yep. why we would sign somebody in training camp, the beginning of training camp, is because somebody got hurt, and it's Parham. Apparently, he's got some sort of injury, and yep. uh, it sucks. So it looks like Sage is some depth guy that's going to come in, and I hope Parham stays healthy. That guy, that guy could stay on the field, man. He's absolutely fantastic. One of the best tight ends in the in in the league. Yeah, he's a solid guy. And I mean, the thing is, though, about Parham, he's a great during in, in the red zone. I mean, having a guy that big as a tight end yep. is just an absolute mismatch on so many levels. I mean, dang near having almost a foot on some cornerbacks in the league. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, crazy. pretty hard to be able to work against, you know. Um, yep. So, yeah, with Sage, he was uh, with the Lions for initially yep. for 2021. He was an undrafted guy. Um, sounds like he kind of flexed around between practice squad and such and didn't really have anything too too outstanding as a player with the Lions. Um, but he does he does have a 40-yard dash speed of uh, 4.7, which is way faster than I did because I was 6.1 seconds. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need, you need to unhook that wagon, bro. I don't know what's going on hey, man. there. Yeah, hey, man. Right? Hey, I, I ran cold, all right? I ran cold at the Chargers show. You, 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 you need to limber up, my dude. I don't know what happened there, but you need to limber up a little bit. <laughs> Hey, I think she. I think she started early. I think she started yeah, early yeah, on yeah. The time. No, all right. No, no, yeah, That's exactly. No, well, hey, I got like a seven point two, so I was like, man, she started early and ended late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, hey, I felt like a hey. way faster than that. Hey, my old ass didn't right. even do it, so that's cool. So at least you guys did it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know what? But you know what? Like, I got some video video footage of it, and like that's gonna yeah. come out later. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and it, it's straight. It's gonna show that. Uh, I think it's gonna show that I was under seven seconds at least, man. I was like, oh man, am I? I'm I'm slower than freaking like a, a lineman, bro. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I guess I guess that's that's a. Um, that's that's not a really uh, a, a low bar anymore because look at Jordan Davis he he ran like what like a under five or something yeah like oh. you know freaking no no, no, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he got he got closer to like I think it was Patrick of Mahomes speed or something like that yeah like that's right crazy. yeah that's right yeah it's like freaking gnarly yeah dude. it was crazy yeah but yeah with Sage you know I think he's kind of more of a depth guy he's got some speed yep he I think he's got some special team ability and everything too um, he was at the Birmingham yep. Stallions of the USFL who won the championship for them this year. So, you know, it, it's an interesting situation where it's going to come with him. I mean, the thing is, though, he was also considered as a – his sizing is more considered like a wide receiver. So, For um, sure. Yep. I, I mean, 6'3", 215, I, I, that's pretty small for a tight end. But he does have a basketball background too, So, which is an interesting thing about that because, I mean, you think about Antonio Gates and where he came from, an undrafted right. guy. 
basketball background and everything. And guess what? We know where, where he went and he's going straight to the hall of fame. So not saying this guy's the hall of fame, but Hey, what if that, the lions, you know, messed up on it again and left a player out there that ends up going to the hall of fame, being one of the best tight ends now. Well, wait, well, hold on a second. I mean, look, look, look at the quarterback throwing to, to this guy anyways, too. Right. Yes. Uh, I mean, arguably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league going to probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. I mean, again, yeah. we, we, we were going to talk more about this too, but Justin Herbert is so good. He's going to make everyone offensively look good on that team, no matter what. Right. Herbert. So, so, you know, look, I mean, he's going to put it right in the bread basket. They just got to catch the damn ball. You know, yep. it's going to come yeah. at him. So uh, yeah, a thousand percent. Yep. So, absolutely. Anyway. So, yeah. So that's kind of who we yeah. know as Sage and kind of where he's at at this moment. And so, I mean, I think he's just kind of a depth name. And I know Parham was catching some passes on the sideline too. So I don't know yeah. if it's too much, too much room for concern, but at the same side, you know, names are going to come in and out of the camp and everything too, but he's getting a shot yeah. with the chargers and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. So absolutely. who knows? Um, jumping over to the other training camp too. I know I was, uh, I looked a little bit at the chiefs to kind of see what's going on over there. Yeah. Uh, McDuffie was kind of a name that popped up a little bit too as a cornerback and he's making some plays out there, which I, I thought McDuffie would have been awesome for the chargers, but we obviously went with Zion, which I, you know, that makes more, more sense uh, than ever having him on there. And we'll chat a little bit more about Zion here later on in the show. They talked a lot about the wide receivers, obviously, because now there's so, so much yep. change there. Um, you got uh, Sky Moore sounds he's, he's kind of playing the deep pass kind of situation there. And, and the out routes there for the Chiefs. Um, and then you also have, um, I didn't hear much about Juju Smith-Schuster so far. I don't know if he's still injured because I know he was injured kind of late last season. He did get in for the playoffs for them. Nicole uh, Hardman sounds like he even went into a wildcat position a little bit with them too. Um, and he sounds like he's really, really clicking with Mahomes because he is kind of one of their more known receivers that have been on that team. Uh, Marquez Vans. Uh, Valdez Scantling. I didn't hear a whole heck of a lot from him too, but um, so far that's kind of really all I hear from them. Um, and I know Kyle, you brought up something about the Broncos too, right? Yeah. So uh, um, the, uh, the Broncos, it turns out that they are equally as excited about uh, their team this year as we are for the chargers, because they apparently had a, um, a historical number of players. I think they said a record-breaking number of not players of fans show up to their training camp because, uh, like, they actually apparently they don't have stands over there. I guess they're too poor for that. Um, but uh, they have just like a, a, a hillside where people can go and sit. And they bring their blankets and kind of sit down, hang yep. out, you know. Um, and apparently, like they were saying that it was all uh, it was just a sea of orange out there. And I saw a picture of it. Um, maybe I can bring it up and pull it up. Uh, for you guys or something but uh yeah like it, it was just a, a lot of people out there trying to see russell wilson um for they because they had their uh back to the fans festival as well you know um but yeah i mean it's exciting times for for football all around though you know so you know um, i had a buddy i have a buddy that's a big broncos fan and he talked a lot about how um the camps were insane, kind of like the way the Chargers were. I mean, the 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 outing of the fans were incredible to see. Yeah, and everybody's right. very very excited about it. But the camp for the Broncos was kind of nuts too. When, mm -hmm. um, that when Manning came over to the Broncos, it was right. insane. Um, right. So, it is one of those things that uh, you know people are excited about having Russell Wilson there. They're excited to be able to have a quarterback that actually is a good quarterback for once. I mean, they've gone through so many quarterbacks there. Um, yeah. So 
it's a big, big thing for them. I know with Russell Wilson, I heard a lot with just kind of their connections with the wide receivers doing really, really well. Jerry Judy seems to be doing pretty well for himself. I know he was injured last season, but I've heard a lot of drop passes from him too from last season. But, um, you know, it's interesting to see. Everybody's excited. And this is when faith is restored in every fan base, every fan base. I think there's mm-hmm. somebody that just talks about a Jet fan. I think it's Barney Miller just brought up something about our fan practices are sold out too. So that's yeah. pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Everybody was Zach Wilson, what Broadway Wilson or Broadway Zach, I think is what his nickname is after uh, the whole situation with the, uh, the, uh, the mom situation there. Um, everybody gave him mad respect. I think that was hilarious. Uh, it is pretty funny. If you think about it, especially yeah. where I went to school, right. He went to BYU, yeah. BYU and uh, yeah. you know, go Cougs. yeah, go Cougs. Right. I mean, just so funny. I mean, but, that's good. But uh, look, I, look, here's the thing. He's a great, he's a great quarterback. The guy has what he needs. But again, it goes back to what we've always discussed. The an NFL team has to put a team around him to be successful. And the Jets yeah. have not done that. This is probably the first year they have done that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, they've, they've, they put some pieces around for him. So we'll see. Uh, this will be interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, um, I wouldn't say sold on him yet either. I mean, he's still got a lot to prove. Um, yep. You know, he hasn't stepped up like a Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was just thrown in the fire. Go make it happen, dude. You know, and, uh, you know, he kicked out. Yes, sir. Right out of the gate. We got lucky. Yeah. yeah. The- all gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. I thought it was all <laughs> ass, no brakes. That's probably going to be my <laughs> tramp stamp tattoo here pretty soon. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what? Oh, man. That, that, sound, that sounds troublesome yeah. there, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, we got something to talk that. about? Forget about that. Forget hey. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. That's oh, all. Dang. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how the Jets do this year. Robert Salah yep. is an awesome coach. I think he's finally now potentially settling his system down a little bit. I think he did a great job for the draft. I always say I felt Jets did a fantastic job with, with the draft. Sauce Gardner seems like he's getting a, a lot of love from the fan oh, yeah. base, too. Um, I mean, you guys have mm-hmm. something really good over there. And that's, you know, and, and I know uh, Aether and it, we've had a lot of conversations about the Bills and we feel the Bills could be one of those teams that could get up to the AFC West or AFC yeah, championship sure. game. And I do think that there's something about that because I think the Jets could be one of those teams that could be kind of potentially one of those teams that could spoil some of these guys' record and positioning for um, playoffs because that is a really solid division. I mean, the AFC East has really built up something well. And I do think the Jets, you know, I'm not saying the Jets are going to go from last to first or whatnot, but I'm going to say they could be one of those very competitive teams to, to put a little bit more heat on the bills this year. So I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with the jets this year. So J E T yeah, jets, 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 let's see where jets, they jets. go. Well, and, and, you know what? It's interesting. You, <laughs> you think about what the chargers need to do. And again, I, I we're, we're skipping a little ahead on this, but yeah, look, we were sure. top three in the offense. If we have a top 10 defenses next year, Hey, if we don't make the ASC championship game, yeah. Um, oh, 100%. It would be 100%. But it, but if we're again, we just have to be a top 10 defense and and or get our special teams to be maybe a top 10 defense as well too. Uh yeah. we'll we'll make it cuz we're going to score points, right? We're going to score points. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Pablo, great point. Yeah. It is kind of weird that he was actually doing that. I don't know why he was wearing that jersey cuz I think there's always these like if you look at Justin Herbert, he looks like he's got a baby jersey on cuz I don't think they have a size that could hold them guns back, you know. <laughs> So, uh, um, so <laughs> hey, it is kind of strange. He's Swolbert, right. son, he's Swolbert. Swolbert, yeah, Swolbert after Swolbert. all, you know. Swolbert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Which that shirt is coming out here pretty soon, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah, 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 we, we got, got some merch coming. Yeah, we're working yeah, on some stuff the, right now. So we'll, Designs, we're working on it. Uh, yeah, 
So it's been pretty cool. Actually, you know, uh, you know, before we go into this a little bit more, like uh, Aether had a good question for us as well. Okay, yeah, pop it up. Uh, on the screen here we go. He says, "Yes, I'll pop it up." Here you go. Yeah. There you go. It says uh, our offense is missing a slot receiver as a game changer. I love Josh Palmer. Is he the guy that can be our offense? We desperately need this kind of weapon. Let me hear. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know. I, I've always kind of put um, that's who Keenan Allen is. Yeah, um, it's Keenan uh, Allen. I, yeah, he, yep. he's a very, he's yeah. just a route runner guy, and uh, he's yeah. not an out out route kind of guy. He's always. He's about trying to get separation. I mean, I, I think Correct. there's some stats back there where he, there's a certain amount of yards differences between a, a cornerback and the wide receiver, and he's one of the top in the league to be able to get that separation between them. And so that's what a slot receiver essentially is. And we know what Keenan Allen does, gets over 100, 100 catches a season, um, just absolutely just mean on the uh, route running. So I really think that's who he is. I mean, could Josh Palmer be that guy also to – back that up and be another slot guy absolutely um i definitely think that we have that guy in my opinion i i think that josh Mm -hmm. palmer has a different position within the within the uh, wide receiving core so um yeah yeah the way the way i kind of have always viewed it right mike williams uh is your deep threat guy well with with guyton um but i i see palmer and williams as really being very similar type of wide receivers and then Guyton and Allen being very similar type of wide receivers that can be our slot guys, right? But Guyton also has more speed. But Keenan Allen, as we said, he catches the ball and falls on the ground, right? He's a third down guy, but he's not one of those guys that's going to really go deep a whole lot, right? Keenan kind of just yeah. takes takes yeah. what's given to him and then goes right. from there. But but good point. Look, he's going to be an amazing wide receiver three for Justin Herbert. And I really do suspect all four of those uh, wide receivers are going to get quite a bit of a rotation. Um, I do think they're going to sit a lot of people. They want to keep people fresh for the fourth quarter. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out for sure. Um, yeah, we got a lot of depth too, yeah. man. I mean, there's, I mean, if you look at our roster, we have a ton of wide receivers, you know, Michael Bandy, yeah, yeah. Trayvon Bradford, obviously yeah. DeAndre Carter's our number five guy, right? You know, our kickoff returner. Yeah. And I think he could do really well in the slot as well too. He had a productive and prolific year um, with Washington last year. So it could be interesting to see what happens there. And he went to Sac State. Yeah, how I- crazy is that? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, kind of kind of closer to where our, our hometown was, sure. you know. And yeah. it's kind of crazy too because obviously Guyton was our uh, wide receiver, our our our, our wait, wr four. <laughs> well, yeah, Guyton, wide, receiver. wide receiver four for sure. Yeah, yeah, last year, but I think honestly Palmer actually so far in camp, you know, it's only week one, it's early. Yeah, um, is definitely performing better than him because yeah. uh, as you see yep. in. Like all the performances from this week, here I should probably move myself up. Um, he has been um, actually getting a lot more of the press. And when I was just there uh, on Saturday uh, with Pablo, actually, oh, with Pablo. Uh, we were chatting. Uh, awesome. Yeah, Pablo was there again, um, and he brought another friend with him. Uh, that was pretty awesome. And so we chatted for quite a bit. Uh, and yeah, you know, shout out to you again. Thanks, thanks for coming out there, Pablo. It was awesome to talk with you. Um, but yeah, from what, what I've seen, he was getting a lot of the passes. Uh, they were, they were going his way. Uh, and he, he was actually catching quite a bit and getting a lot of touches. And so I was like, I was curious. I was like, okay, well maybe Guyton's maybe not, he's struggling a little bit, you know? So I don't know. Um, you know, that Guyton's an outrunner and that's what it is. I mean, he, he's a guy that goes downfield. He uses his speed to his advantage. You know, Josh Palmer, right. 
is is and what Richard was even saying in there too. Josh Palmer's comparison was like Keenan Allen coming out of college. So it, mm-hmm. there is that chance that you know once again it's not a bad thing to be able to have a couple guys that could get out and uh, be good route runners. And I do think Josh Palmer looks a little bit bigger this year too. And I think he's more okay. comfortable in the offense. So he easily could be that guy that could step into the offense and be that Keenan Allen guy again. Um, it's, you know, it's just tough because Keenan Allen's kind of a elite based route runner. So it's, yeah. it's hard to be yeah. able to have two Very of those guys that. in that same position. Um, but Guyton, Guyton's going to find his way. Palmer's going to get his catches. I, I think this offense is going to allow these wide receivers to eat. So, and then you got to even yep. throw in, um, um, uh, Gerald Everett too, in the, in Everett, the equation yep. here too. And he was very, very active in camp. So, you know, uh, it, it was, uh, it was just fun to be able to, you know, talk a little bit about and see what's kind of going on there and the battles that are going there. But I think we do should get into actually talking about our experience at camp. Um, yeah. once again, it was awesome to be able to have the three amigos or three bros together. Uh, <laughs> the tres, tres hermanos. Yeah, tres hermanos. Yeah, tres hermanos over here. <laughs> yeah. It was great to be able to, yeah. uh, you know, have um, us all three together and enjoy football. That's right. And uh, it was that amazing was so good. to be out there. Great weather. Um, it's good to be out of Arizona's uh, monsoon slash hot weather out there and be able to enjoy Southern California weather. So, um, Man, the experience at camp was incredible for day one. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. Everybody was, yep. everybody was just so so tickled that football's back, kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> it was great. Yep. But I mean, we we met, you know, Daniel and David from Locked On Chargers. Shout out to you mm-hmm. guys. Awesome to say what's up to you guys. We I met uh, individually on day two. I met Kyle from Chargers Chat too, and then. Shout out Another also. Cow. Shout out yeah. also yeah. to the uh, brisket broads too. Brisket broads, um, yeah, they, they were a lot, they were a lot of fun. Man, that's they, right. Yeah, cool. It's very cool to see their story and kind of see what they are. But man, diehard fans and uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll be able to have them on a show at some point. Do a small interview with them. Yeah. Um, but very cool to be able to meet everybody there. I know we met a couple other people too, Kyle. Right? Uh, yeah. Um. We met another uh, fellow that we're actually kind of collaborating with him. Uh, let's see. I can't remember his name of his channel here. I got it up on my DMs. I, be, I was, uh, we were, he was, he slid into my DMs the other night. You know, we were chatting a little bit, wow, you know, a little, okay. you know have, having yeah. a little midnight pillow talk Hello. about football. You know what I'm Hello. saying? Well, we, we also met Pablo, who's also in the chat too. So yep. that hey, Pablo, yeah. we'll stay what up and yep. get a photo with you too, man. So, Yeah. Yeah, he. In fact, he and I. Um, I need to get this one up. But uh, he and I and his friend were are on Chargers dot com together. That's awesome. Um, I saw there. That. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to pull that one out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's another fellow. Um, his he's his Chargers Sports. I think his name was yeah. on Instagram. Um, nice. And he's he's a really cool dude. Um, yeah, and he he really wants to like kind of meet up with people and you know link up and have like watch parties together and stuff. And so like he and I are probably gonna show up um and uh and yeah and and just have a good time like on that cool uh, together very cool yeah you know it's a, and the one thing that's a great about being at training camp it's kind of a relaxed environment very uh, where you can so. really connect with everybody and uh it's just great to be able to have that time where you could meet up with people that follow us here at bolt bros just like paulo there too uh pablo mm-hmm. excuse me i say paulo all the time i don't know why but i think it's actually because <laughs> it, it was an old boss I mean, of mine it was an old boss of yeah. mine so pablo <laughs> Um, but, uh, it was great to be able to meet them and meet other people and meet other podcasters too. And even some of the groups too, some of the chargers groups too. So, 
I think it was yeah. Los Reyes. Didn't we meet some guys from Los Reyes too? Yeah, and, Los uh, Reyos, yeah. Uh, Thunder Alley and all that. Um, I I don't believe. Uh, wait, no, you 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 met uh Jonathan Osito, the you uh you know uh, yeah. with the patches and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. You know, um, uh, you can't really see it, but the the flag right here in the background. Uh, he has the stickers for F your nation. Got um, it kind of thing you know it's like with those the with moji and a, and a middle finger yep. so yeah That's awesome. um but yeah like and but then like so he had his baby shower slash barbecue uh, uh down in carlsbad uh on saturday and i went down there and and spent some time with him oh very cool on all that as well so very yeah cool. yeah and, and it's really good um and i got to meet you know i guess we're talking about that now too and i got to meet a couple other people um i chatted with the the high voltage um uh, pretty close uh pretty uh, right away and he's he has this uh amazing uh old car i think it was uh it was a 1980s uh car he bought it for 500 bucks <laughs> souped it out and whatever he it, ha it has all decked out charger stuff uh if you saw it on my instagram uh i actually put a reel out there and it has um like some of the pictures that you'll see like in uh, out there about it like you know, all the work he'd put into it and a lot of love a lot of time um he's at, unfortunately he said he's never able to actually go to the games because that's also when he goes to car shows got it um and so like he's actually out there competing for the chargers but at in the car car show capacity oh, as opposed that's to that's very cool uh yeah so like and he's cool. out there and uh, and it's funny too because like you, you'll see in the, the thing what he says is that yeah um like he see a lot of people see his car and they're like, Oh man, you know, I don't like the chargers or anything, but I love your car, dude. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. You know, That's cause like cool. truth is he says, he says he's always seeing um, in those car magazines, like um, the Raiders, like, you yeah. know, Raiders kind of the kind of cars or Raiders, this Raiders that, you know? So he's like, man, I want to get out there and rep, rep the chargers there. So awesome. like, and he says, there's not many charger car enthusiasts out in that space. And so, yep. I think he's. I think honestly, he's he's doing uh, in a lot of ways a more important work by going to those car shows yeah. and repping the Chargers um, than coming out to the game, essentially, and supporting the players. Which obviously, it's a very good thing to do, um, and one hundred percent, I want more people to do that. But he's he's out there and trying and going to t battle essentially with other like with Raiders fans or whatever with like competing his 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 car against their car you know and, and I think I think that's awesome well, that'd be cool to be able to see that video and everything too I yeah. know you got a bunch of different interviews with guys from that uh barbecue mm -hmm. and baby yeah, shower and yep. coming your way that'd guys. be that'd be yeah. really cool to be able to check that out and I think pictures of that car are pretty amazing too so yeah and, you know right. and the thing that's great about this whole thing is that we, we really started up this channel really just to kind of connect the community even further and uh you know, like I said, we've said it many times is that us as brothers, we talk about the Chargers all the dang time. So all the time. Um, any, yep. any news that comes up or any articles that we see, we always shoot it over to each other and we chat about it and everything. So, you know, we're always yeah. keeping an eye out for everything. So, but bottom line, it's just fun to be able to connect the community. And I know to me, it's, yep. it was really cool just to be a training camp to see people that follow us and people that basically, um, you know, yeah, just love chargers just like what we do and uh it, it's amazing to be able to see how wide this um fan base really is so um yeah but one last little bit about just kind of our experience there it's cool to be able to see all the chargers players uh, going yep. out and giving autographs too um you know i i put a video up on my instagram um just of 
scene when Justin Herbert came over to bless people with autographs too, and everybody went bonkers. <laughs> when yeah, it was. Oh yeah, over. people were just crazy. I, I thought oh. people were going to jump over the fence. Hundred <laughs> percent. It was wild. It was wild. Nah. But never, nah, no, we 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 ain't we ain't rule breakers like like freaking Raiders fans are, you know. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. But it was, hey, you know, I will say this: it was interesting how um, uh, there was some some person that had a, a Rams jersey, and they wanted Saley to sign it, and he would not, not sign it. He's like, "Sorry, that's not my team anymore." Yeah, I liked that he did that. You know, <laughs> love it, um, love it. And, you know, like, look, sorry, he does not represent that team anymore. It's, he's it's, he's a hundred percent Chargers, right? So. I thought that was pretty cool. Some some people may say oh, it's not that cool, but to me, look, he's a Charger through and through. Love that's it. the past. Yep. That's not his team anymore, and you know he's he yep. moved on. I think that's pretty cool. Yep, I love it. I love hearing something like that. Hey, man, it, my money comes from the Chargers, and I don't care about the Rams anymore. That's the past, and I, I'm yep. I'm bought into this team. So I love seeing that. And uh, you know, maybe that fan might have took that wrong, but at the same side, like, hey, man, I got a loyalty right now, and my loyalty is yep. the Chargers. So. Um, I, I mean, like, like, what, like, would you yeah. guys all, would you guys all sign a Raiders jersey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I, not gonna work out. Well, sure, I would. <laughs> I, I would sign a, I would sign a Raiders jersey with a big middle finger or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, or draw a wiener on it or something like that. Yeah, you know? I don't there know. You go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, man. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. But what? But uh, any other little things about what you guys experienced there? I think we kind of recapped about the experience, but we could talk more about the team specifically. I know we got some questions even coming up about some of the players, yep. which we yep. will be chatting and, about. And, uh, and, and definitely keep your questions coming, guys. Seriously, because yeah. um, we're we're yeah. going to in yeah, the yeah. discussion. We already have a format set, but we'll we'll definitely uh, work them into these uh, our formats. So exactly. Keep them coming. Yeah. You know. Uh, I, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I was just going to talk about how, how this is the first week of, of the team being together. And, and uh, they're doing this without pads on right now. And For so sure. this all sounds great and grand. And we've seen all this, right now. Yeah, yeah. Great, great plays happening yep. and everything, but no pads are on uh, other than helmets, obviously. And so yep. Brandon Staley, a little bit about it in some interviews. He's like, Hey, it gets real when the pads are on. Cause that's when people could kind of hit and be a little bit more aggressive. And then they got a little bit yep. more weight. And so, it's exciting to see them out there doing their thing. Um, but they, I wouldn't put my opinion. I don't think that you should really put too much of a uh, thought into kind of what's happening. Obviously you could see the skill set and the skills that they, these players do have, but, um, yeah. and, and it's very exciting. I mean, it's very, very exciting right now to see kind of what's happening, especially with this defense um, mm -hmm. because it's really showing me a lot. And number 33, Dean, Dean uh, Leonard is one of those guys that we'll be chatting a little bit about, which even when he wears 33 and I got a 33 Jersey on right now, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it still throws me off. I'm like, Oh, Derwin James is out there. No, he's not yeah, out, DJ's there, out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's, he is out there. He's not. He yeah. He's practicing. technically still up. Yeah. yeah he's there. He's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Dean's been killing it and it seems like he's very much got a leg up in this position of this team. And I'm excited very, very much about him. And, and, you know, I'll jump a little bit on him, too. And he, he actually did an interview uh, this morning with uh, Guilty as Charged. And uh, it was like a 10-minute interview, and it was actually really, really cool to listen to him. But the guy has a good skill set. He has – I think his dad played also in the CFL, too. So he he's got yep. kind of a little bit of a little bit of a history as a football family. Um, he 
he honestly, I think, has a leg up in the position to even a cornerback five position, which that's exciting to see. And that seems very far that's cool. in the in the depth charts. But you think of like Tavon Campbell being in the probably the five position. And I would much rather have a guy that seems like he's just really aggressive and he seems like he could learn very, very quickly. Like he got burned by Guyton on one play. And then he he quickly, next time they came after him, he basically batted the pass down. And he seems like oh. he's very much like, very much focused on this team and very much looking to try to find his niche in this defense. And this defense is dangerous, is dangerous to watch. Oh, and so all these players are here doing their best to be able to try to find a niche here. And so week two will be interesting to watch them with pads on and see how it goes with them. But I'm excited to see Dean. And so once again, this is very early on in the camp. Anything could happen from this point and things could shift around. Yep. But so far, exciting exciting to see the defense so what are some observations you guys have seen about the defense start with you Andy yeah I would just say this the defense always looks sharp and they looked way sharp this year uh going into camp I I think part of the reason being is um defense is pretty simple I shouldn't say it's it's not simple but you know you usually are just more sharp because you don't have to you know route running Things like that do take a little more time. Timing um, is is a little more difficult. So coming into camp, defense is always looking better just because it's kind of the same thing as like riding a bicycle. And yes, it's the same thing on the offensive side as well, too. Having said that, um, the defense always has a leg up, so they do look sharp. I think that will even out a little more uh, come probably next week when pads – next week's pads, pads are coming on next week, right, guys? Yep. So yep. – yep. That's what um, I said. Yeah. Yep. And so, so when that happens, I think we're going to start really seeing people get hit and, and some, and some real things will start happening, but, but it's good to see the defense. Like I said, guys, if we, if we had just had a top 10 defense this year, AFC West championship for sure. And, and hopefully a Super Bowl uh, birth. Right. So anyhow, yep. It's good to see defense looking sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I, you and know, and, and, and Dean Leonard does look good. A lot of people talk about him. He's he's looking pretty sharp. Aloe Gilman's looking pretty good as well, too. So, and actually, just Sir Taylor, people are talking about quite a bit as well. So, um, you know, our defensive backs look good. So, anyways, that's that's a long-winded response. Yeah, I mean, I we I think we could talk a lot about the defense too, and and I think sure. that uh, day two I got a lot more looks at the defense because day one was absolutely bonkers to be able to get a good perspective too of, of the field, but. Kyle, what are some things that you observed? Because I know that you were there for also Saturday too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some things that you noticed a little bit about the defense? If if you really got to kind of jump in there and check it out, but well, one thing that I I noticed the the most was that you know that they really have kind of pinned Kyle Van Noy as a middle linebacker position more more than anything. So I think if anything, he'll probably be that maybe like seventy five percent of the time. Uh, and maybe probably like maybe three downs, uh, you know, for middle linebacker, then maybe like, you know, he'll probably rotate in and out maybe for, um, Mac or Bosa to kind of get a rest or whatever. But I don't think, I don't know if they even, they might need a rest or whatever. So, but I did see that there, there wasn't a whole lot of flashes. I felt like for the defense on our day, um, because to be honest, like our day seemed like it was more of a special teams drills day because yeah. uh, they, they were doing a bunch of uh, drills with the gunners and jammers, uh, but also like uh, uh, punt blocking and uh, kick blocking um, or 
for field goals and stuff uh, because they, they, they're constantly just trying to get out there and just tack, go for that ball, go for that ball. Like each one was just doing a quick little like sprint to get them um, on that spot. So, but that, that was looking pretty sharp. Uh, and, you know, like they were getting past and they were, they were being physical and they were able to, uh, to make, make some good progress in that regard. That's awesome. So, because, because that was a big thing too. It's like, I don't think we had a single blocked punt, or field goal at all last year, did yeah, we? Yeah, like, no, we we didn't do well. We were we were pretty much dead last yeah. in special teams last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much across the board, we were terrible. Uh, yeah. One thing yeah. I'll add about Kyle Vannoy too, I do think, um, and I do think Telesco was talking about him specifically. That uh, right now they they want to use him as edge and also middle linebacker. But you got to remember, Kyle uh, K9's out, right? And Drew, yeah, yeah, uh, has kind of been a little bit all over the map, and I think they're just trying to move him around. I think he's going to be kind of all over the field. He will be edge rushing. He will be middle linebacker occasionally as well too, but it, it really will depend on how, you know, often we run like a five, one, five defensive set um, next year. Um, and if K nine can come in, man, if K nine can show up and, and and show up like he did his first year his rookie year when he looked good. Hey, I would rather have Kyle Benoit be an edge rusher if we can make that happen and, and not yeah. lose a beat. So, you know, we'll see. Well, I, I think the good news about Kyle Benoit is I think he's going to be pretty versatile uh, yep. for it moving forward. So that, that's a good thing to see. You know, and I think um, it might have been actually an interview that I saw yep. with Brandon Staley and he was talking about Kyle Van Noy and he was saying yeah. the one thing too, he was like, you look, he's out there a lot right now because he needs to get an understanding of the defense and Drew Shankle sure. knows the system yep. already. And so, Exactly correct. Yep. He needs to be out there. And so 100%. that's one thing that he's really, really focusing on. You'll, so you'll see a lot of Kyle Van Noy out there. And once again, he's one of the top linebackers in the league against pass um, defense too. So he's yep. a very, very good speedy guy to be able to really play in space. So um, I, I have no problem having him out there. So, um, but yeah, it's exciting and, and, to be able to have him out there as a weapon. And guys, you guys need to see that. Um, uh, Brandon Staley video about training camp. He just goes through and he's coaching up a lot of his players. You know, uh, he, he understands the game. We're in good hands, guys. I mean, let's just say that. You know, he's probably one of the best defensive minds in the league. And he's not just coaching up the defense. He's coaching up the offense quite a bit as well, too. So, yeah. you know, it's exciting to see him kind of go on both sides of the ball. And, man, we're so lucky to have such a great head coach, right? I mean, look at these other teams that got first-year head coaches that are still question marks, in my opinion. We yeah. just talked about Josh McDaniels. We talked about all the other first-year head coaches. And you got a Brandon Staley. We're very lucky to have him here. So, yep. anyways, watch yep. that video. It's really great. It just it just illustrates how smart he is and how he understands both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, and how he can coach up his team to be better, right? So, it's 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 pretty interesting video for sure. Yeah, I really think he's a culture changer, in my opinion. Big and that's time. what he came here for. And, yep. uh, you know, people from the outside, I have friends that just say, like, oh, he's kind of a dummy on basically making odd decisions and fourth down and everything. It was interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. I watched another interview yesterday, or well, it was yesterday, that he had on ESPN before practice. And they asked him a little bit. One of the guys said, hey, like. Oh, yeah. What 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 do you what's going on with the whole fourth down calls? Because it kind of makes me rip my hair out sometimes in your choices of doing that. And he says, "Hey man, that was last year's team. That was last year. Yep. We'll see yep. what it is this year. I think if things are, and I've said, I don't think he's going to be as aggressive on fourth down calls, possibly yeah, at the correct. time when it's really necessary. Because look, the one thing I came out of this week of training camp and being at a couple training." Um, camps uh, day one day two i think the defense is winning and i think the defense is here like 
I yep. think we have Brandon Staley's defense. So my thing is, if we have a defense that no could that that can stop other offenses, last year we didn't have that. I mean, we <laughs> we were in, in in a situation where it just kept the ball in the in your best player's hands, which was Justin Herbert. And uh, it could be a totally different uh, uh, offense, or it could be a totally different strategy this yeah. year. Brandon State is going to throw out where we're not. We might not be as aggressive on those fourth down calls. So he might be kind of a little bit more standard. But fourth and Staley was fantastic, Pablo. By the way, that, that, yes, that sir. Fantastic. Yes, watch. sir. Hey, so, hey, um, hey, that might have to be another shirt. Fourth and Staley. I like that. Yeah, that's like right. <laughs> Put that one. Get that one down. That yeah, might yeah, have yeah, to yeah. be another shirt for us, guys. Bolt up, don't punt. That's that's coming <laughs> soon. Um, and Pablo, you did ask about Jerry Tillery. You may want to throw up his question right there, Kyle, if you want to highlight it. But um, uh, well, before before we go into that one though, uh, Aether has a question for you, specifically okay. to you, Andrew. Okay, yeah, here we go. Let me let me pull that. Yeah, up. pull that up here. So. Here you go. This yeah. one's for you. So, yep. Pressure, Andy. Here you go. Yeah. So I was thinking about this as a possible early in the season. Teams will double team Bosa to yep. see if Matt can prove it. If he has what it takes. Your thoughts on this, my brother. Yeah. Hey, that's a great, great question. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't think they're going to double team Bosa anymore at all. I, I think they're going to have to play each of these guys um, and they're going to have to chip them as much as they possibly can. Look, here's the thing. Yeah. Did you guys watch Khalil Mack's interview? I think it was day one or day two. Yeah. Um, I think it was day one, yeah. Was it day one? Was it day one? Yeah. When he walked off after that um, that guy asked him the question, hey, what what motivates you? What what, what makes you hungry? He's like, I'm going to show you what makes me hungry. He just walked off. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and the, thing, the thing that has been interesting <laughs> to me about seeing Khalil Mack specifically is a lot of people – it's weird – they've kind of given up on him. Oh, he got injured, yada, yada. Yeah. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's washed up, you know, they're not respecting him. So I can see your question, but I think he's going to start dry humping fools next year. Right. I mean, he's going to knock yep. the guy liner yep. off of Derek Carr game one. And <laughs> yep. he, he's thousand percent. He's all gas, no breaks, man. And so I think they might still try and double team Bosa, but I tell you after a while, they're going to realize, okay, what do we do? We probably need two tight ends to chip um, and maybe a running back or a fullback to hopefully block Bosa or Mac. Right. Cause you have to remember um, you have to really remember um, Brandon Staley's defense. Really the defensive lineman's job is just to jam the middle, right? That's it. You just block him and don't let yep. them get blocks going one way or the other. And then the edge rushers are supposed to get to the quarterback. That's their job. Yep. And yep. so really, um, Man, I just I can just see both of them having such great years. We talked about this even last week. So I think if they double team Bosa, then then Khalil Mack is just gonna destroy somebody, right? So yep. yeah, percent you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get creative. And I that's the that's the matchup problem. So I hope yep. that answers your question, Aether. If it doesn't, uh maybe repeat the question. We can come back to it a little later on too. <laughs> well, yeah. just to just to add to that, so so Austin Eckler, a, Austin Eckler had a um, yeah. part of his interview. He was chatting a lot about the defensive line now that's currently on the team um, in comparison to last year. He's like, you know, there's a bigger, thicker looking defensive line now. And it's making it harder for me to run against our defense. And so he's noticing it and even talked about the Anthony Lynn defensive line and how different they were as a defensive line to comparison to year two of Brandon Staley. What does that defensive line do with that middle 
defensive line, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, who seems to be pretty much a lock in the position for the two defensive sure. tackles on our, on our line. Yep. Well, what does that do? Well, if those guys could create pressure, which we know they can, that's going to bring up Bosa and Mack to be able to just go around, Kyle Van Noy to come in, whomever it might be, to be able to go after the quarterback and create more pressure. It's going to be yep. very, very hard with this defensive line and easily could be, in my opinion, I think it could be potentially top five, top oh, ten. It's crazy. Minimum, in my opinion, defensive line in the league. Um, so it's a scary situation um, for whoever is going to try to go against us. And and once again, with uh, McDaniels going up, up against us on week one, it's going to be very tough to be able to find a way to be able to block all these guys because I don't think Correct. our O-line is that good. Um, by nope. any means so yeah no nope. it'll be a big mm -hmm. statement game in my opinion uh week one so it's going to be exciting it's going to be very very hard to be able to block both both and mac with this d-line so that's my opinion yeah. of where yeah and, and and one of the things too i know Pablo did ask about tillery and i did a video on that um that he could potentially be getting you know uh moved to potentially the browns um i, I think it will be interesting to see what happens Personally, when I look at our defensive line, I just don't see a spot for Tillery, right? And I know Morgan Fox was also taking uh, first uh, snaps as well, too. So I think Tillery's just, I don't know. I think they're going to try and deal him away. But, you know, we'll see what happens, right? And maybe they won't get enough for him. So why let him go? So I think it's really going to boil down to uh, what we're actually going to get um, passing him off. So I don't think a seventh rounder will cut it. Right, I think they like Tillery enough to say a seventh rounder is kind of a waste, but maybe a yeah, six, it's absolute waste. You know, yeah, you know, maybe a six or maybe two sevens. Who knows, right? Um, but you know, we'll see, right? I, I mean, there are there are teams in the league when injuries start occurring in training camp. Okay, they're getting more and more desperate. We need somebody, so uh, that's when you're going to start seeing people get dealt off specifically. So, yep, hundred percent. You know, and just to even talk a little bit about Jerry Tillery, apparently there was a close call with Justin Herbert in train camp to where he was going to get hit by Jerry Tillery. Yep. Now, if if there was a point to where we're going to be frustrated with Jerry Tillery and he hits Justin Herbert and gets him injured in training camp, that would be that would be uh, oh, that would just make it even worse to be able to have a player do something like that and Tillery to oh a my guy gosh. A lot of us that we just kind of say, hey, man, I don't think he's got a position in this in this team anymore. But right. you also right. look at the opposite and say, maybe, maybe he's actually going to be a little bit more aggressive towards, you know, the quarterback this season. But his fault sure. wasn't, I think, getting – well, there was a lot of faults in his game. But at the same side, the big fault was it was that he didn't – he was terrible against the run. And yep. he's more of a yep. pass rusher than a, a run defensive line kind of guy. Um, mm -hmm. So – I don't know, but that's kind of a scary situation to be able to hear that, uh, you know, Herbert might have got injured or potentially hit by Tillery with no pads on. Like, uh, just it just frustrates <laughs> me to hear something like that. We can't have anything like that. So, but we'll see where it goes with Tillery. I mean, I think that's something that's down the line. It'll be probably after week one, week two of uh, preseason games that where you're going to kind of find out what's going to be his fate because if he doesn't see a fit in there, and I mean, once again, we've hearing good things about. Joe Gaziano, I think is his name. Gaziano, uh, yep. Covington. He's a pass down. Yep. Uh, we're hearing things about Fajoko doing really Fajoko. well. Austin Johnson. Um, you know, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. I mean, we got Morgan Fox. Morgan, Morgan Fox. Fox. I mean, that's a tough position yeah. right now to be yep. able to have anything going on. And you're even hearing as an end position, Chris Rump is actually doing real, real yep. well, too. Right. I mean, 
Yep. Bosa is not calling him a string bean anymore. Now he's calling him an asparagus stock. So uh, asparagus stock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about rump. That's right, because he used to call him a bean pole, right? So he's yeah. an asparagus stock. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I, I, I like Joey Bosa. He's got a good personality for oh, sure. Oh, he's great. He's a great yeah. Dude. So I mean, the thing about it is I think our defense is looking phenomenal. I feel like they really yeah. truly won week one. For sure. I mean, it sounds like on Saturday. Uh, Herbert and Allen had a mid-season kind of form situation in their offense, so they were they were connecting like they normally do. And so, um, but this defense is great, and I'm excited about it. And and to be honest, I I wanted to see early on a lot of like hype plays, and I there was hype plays where like Bryce Callahan batted a pass where Michael Davis got the the uh, interception out of it, and there was a lot of tip passes happening too. And that's exciting yep. to see that these guys are really getting after the ball and seeing the ball really well and putting their hands up and putting their hands on the ball so other players could get uh, interceptions, which, once again, I'll say, I keep hearing a lot about Michael Davis this camp, yeah. so I think there's a little bit he's of a chip good. on his shoulder right now. So, well, it, it, I, I think he's read what people are saying, right, is he needs to step up. And, you know, he's getting paid $7 million, and, and right now he's probably – he's our QB4, cornerback uh, four, yeah. right? So $7 million for that? Right. Yep. I mean, come on now, you know, so, and, and he, Hey, they got some, we got some rookies that look pretty good this year. Right. So, um, Hey, it, yeah. it's, it's, uh, he, he better step up or you ain't going to have a spot. And again, I mean, remember mm-hmm. last year we didn't have a lot of depth. So he was pretty much, all right, he's got a role. And and by the way, I know this specifically because he went to BYU and he's, he was actually sat his last year at BYU because he got complacent. And Bronco Mendenhall would not start him anymore. He said, sorry. Yeah, just because you're a senior doesn't mean you have a spot. And he just assumed he would. That's why he was an undrafted free agent and he had to battle his way back. So uh, this is very similar and reminiscent to his college career. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, responds. So I hope he steps up. I really do. Agreed. You know, actually, I had a couple of thoughts here. I was just looking at PFF and I'm going to pull this up on the screen here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, I don't know if you guys can see it too well. It looks mm. like kind of small. Let me, let me zoom in a little there bit. There we go. It's a little bit better. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's much better. So, okay. Uh, so I was just looking at, um, so going back to the other, uh, the question about Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. So, uh, currently for week one, this is the kind of the lineup that PFF is showing, uh, for the Chargers, that so we see Bosa is facing off the left tackle and Mac is facing off on the right tackle. So 100%, that is exactly what he was saying, is that Mac is probably going to get double teamed by the right tackle and tight end, a little chip block there for to sure. kind of shake him up. Yeah. And then we got Bosa over here just going up against uh, Miller, I believe his name is. Chris Miller is his name? Colton, sorry. Yeah, Colton Miller, yep. Yeah. Colton Miller. Uh, and yeah, and so then he Bosa just got to get past that guy with a, probably a little like a halfback or a full block, a little chip block. Um, but that's about it. And I think it's going to be a big year for Bosa though because he's you know they're all going to be focusing on Mac, who's a three-time All-Pro yeah. uh, player. So, I mean, what what do you expect there? You know, exactly. And then, and then going yeah, and then going back into uh, Tillery. Uh, yeah, he's not even on here. No, you yeah. know. No, they put Morgan Fox, and that's what we've seen yeah. already on the in the training camp yeah. is that Tillery is not is he's on second team most of the time, yep. uh, and that they're putting F- Morgan Fox out there like above him, like ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and I and I think I think it goes back to what we were discussing earlier, right? Drew Tranquil understands the linebacker position already for the Chargers. Tillery already knows 
what to do defensively. So they're, they're working out people like Fox and some of these other folks that are just starting to figure it out. I mean, Fox obviously knows uh, Brandon Staley's uh, defense because of his time at the Rams. But, but my point is that, um, you know, the, again, letting other people in there, all right, they're performing better than Tillery. You know, you can kind of move down the list. Plus, you probably want to keep him healthy because if they are going to trade him off, they do not want him to get hurt at all. So, you know, if there are some, some bites that look like they're coming through, uh, yeah, they want to keep yeah. him healthy. For trade, yeah, trade bait for uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, what yep. was, what was, uh, there was another question I saw. By the way, thanks for throwing that up there, Kyle. That was pretty cool on PFF. That I like awesome. that. That's, those are really good looking at little set. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. The, 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 who was who? I was watching a video. They were talking about Leatherwood. They're talking about putting Leatherwood on the yeah. right side. I think a right tackle, maybe. He's terrible. Man, he yeah, got terrible. burned last year, yeah. dude. I'm telling you, if if he's up against Bosa, Bosa oh, is going to smash that fool. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He looks stupid last year. So many yeah. times. So, yeah, I mean, I really think that, you know, we would do, we'll do well against the Raiders, you know, uh, well, I mean, if they use Leatherwood, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see what yeah. they end up doing. So is Le- I'm going to, I'm going to look up and see if Leatherwood's even on the Raiders this year. I don't think they are. He is anymore though. No, no, no. He is. Yeah. He's, he is. he's there. He, is. he still is. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's okay. on. There. Yeah. I, I they're mean, just, they're just trying to put, I think they're just working him out right side and maybe left sure. side as well too. So, uh, but right. it, you know, right. he, he, he's, he's kind of been a bust for them. We'll just leave it at that. Right. I think they expected a lot more from him and he hasn't really performed. So, I mean, I mean, are any Raiders players, nothing but busted. <laughs> <laughs> They, they just all busted, dude. All yeah. busted. It's like they all busted. Bust the busted bros. That's all. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. You know, but maybe we should talk a little bit about the cornerbacks, though, too, right? I mean, if we think about our cornerback yeah. situation, you know, Callahan will probably be our slot guy. Davis, man, I don't know. I just, I just feel like we got, we got so much depth, guys, right? And I just, yeah. I keep looking at what we have, and and Tavon Campbell, man, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, he may, I know there was a question who might get let go. Tavon might be a guy personally. Yep. Um, yep. Cause like, here's the thing. We kind of had to have him last year. Yep. We don't need him this year. Right. And so, yep. you know, he's, he's, he could find a position somewhere else and he's talented. I mean, he's got yep. the speed, um, but you know, he just, he got burned a lot last year. Right. Let's yep. go, let's throw a number 20, you know? So, well, yeah. I, I and that's the thing. When you, yeah, and that's probably the best. And once again, I, I think the question was based upon the most talented player too. And and Correct. obviously Tavon yep. did some plays last year, but he did get burned <laughs> a lot too. And I mean, when you got Michael Davis and you got Asante Samuel Jr., who sounded like he's having a great camp this this so far. Bryce Callahan's making plays. Obviously, you got J.C. Jackson who's been doing good things and batting passes down. So then you got Dean Leonard. Big time when he's Dean starting to sound like he's really getting his legs going and he sounds like he's, and he even talked a little bit about how the pads are going to be on next week. And he's like, does that make anything, does it make it harder or easier for you? And he's like, nah, it makes me easier. makes it easier for me when we have pads on just cause yeah. like, I think they could be a slightly a little bit more aggressive as a player. Um, you start hearing about Mark Webb, even making some plays. And I think that Mark Webb, Yep. There, there's even JT, JT Woods. There's even little chats about him. There's just Sir Taylor also another two. So that whole cornerback, that there is a big battle going on there and what players yeah. are going to be on there. And it's going to be interesting to see when the actual 53 man roster comes out, who's all going to be on the team in there, in that position, defensive line and a cornerback position are going to be ones that you're going to really start seeing. Like, there's going to be some guys that could get let go. You know, there was even talks. I can't remember who we were chatting with, but 
we were talking about, it might've been actually one of the podcasters um, about uh, Covington potentially yep. being a guy that gets let go. And he only has like a million dollar salary or something with the chargers, but that could be another guy that you even look at too, because the defensive line is pretty stacked too. So um, it, guys, let's say this, I, I will tell I promise you this. When we release guys, uh, any other team in the league is going to scoop them up ASA freaking P because they know how yep. stacked our team is. Right. So, Oh yeah. And look, everyone knows our, we are always a talented team every year. Every year we're talented, but we just don't put it together. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, yeah, again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, and we're going to lose some really good talent, but um, I think the right things are going to be done. Right. I mean, I think our defensive line is going to be absolutely rough. Um, Boy, but I can see Tavon Campbell. That would be my pick. I know I saw the question way down the list, uh, but Tavon Campbell was the person I think may, we may let go, which I don't think would be a bad thing for us specifically. So yep. I agree. at least that's my pick right now. We we could move on and talk about the offense. Cause I know yep. we, we've been gushing about the defense. Yeah. We um, have been, we have, been, but, but, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, but part of the reason why it's, it's so exciting that our defense is actually looking good, that's you know, it. Uh, right. Because we were so, so good bad last year and it was so frustrating. I was like, Oh my God, guys, remember we scored 29 points offensively, but we gave up 27 points. Yeah. Every yeah. damn game. Yeah. So every game was a shootout. If we can just again be a top ten defense, forget about it. It's it, we're we're, yeah. we're going to put teams to sleep. They're yeah. going nighty night, nighty <laughs> night. They're gone. So anyway, <laughs> yep. see you later. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're going to wish that they never got out of bed when, yeah. they, when they come to the freaking SoFi Stadium. You know, oh, it's man. like shoot. Oh, you know, man. that's going to be great. Hopefully, week one we could do that because uh, most Raiders fans are asleep by halftime because they had too much booze in their system up leading oh, up to man. that point. So hey, what's oh, that? Yeah, what, what's that? Uh, what's that sack dance that Joey Bosa was doing last year? It was it was the was it Call yeah. of Duty? Yeah, the Call oh, of Duty. Oh yeah, like, he was over, team, uh, team yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, I want to see him do that. I want to see him do that a bunch this year. The tea bag and oh, the quarterback. So oh my yeah. gosh, it was, was so, so amazing. Good. So amazing. Yep. I was thinking about that this morning. I don't know why I thought about that this morning, but I was like, man, so funny. Gosh, well, I, t- I, I uh, think way too much about the Chargers. It's kind of a sad thing. It's pretty you know, bad. But, no, it's all good, dude. It's I, all good. I was even talking talking to uh, <laughs> to my wife Marissa about you know when week one comes around. I don't know if I'm gonna yeah. be able to sleep. So it's like, yeah, no, no joke, <laughs> guys. Right, dude. Well, I, I had a hard time sleeping just for for opening day camp. Yeah, opening day know? camp, yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was like, you know, I was struggling. I was like, I didn't sleep that well. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm like, this is like Christmas. Yeah. And he goes, Twas the night, twas the night before football, <laughs> and all through the house, <laughs> and all through the house. <laughs> Oh. Not a jersey, like all the jerseys were laid out, you know, like <laughs> looking like looking like the first day of school with your first day. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, it's tough, yeah. But it's I love it. it's I love exciting. It. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't hey, wait. Hey Kyle, throw up that question. I think this would be a good uh oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was a good segue. Yeah, yeah this put is it a good back segue there, to the yeah. offense. And, and again, going mm-hmm. back to also the question about other people that may be gone. I think Joshua Kelly could be the guy, sadly. I think he's good, but he hasn't proven himself in the league at all. And there's been some really good things about our undrafted uh, running back, Kevin Marks from Buffalo. Yeah. A lot of people like him. Um, And and Larry Roundtree has looked a little better, but, man, I don't know, you know. Um, Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The one there was one other thought I wanted to talk about on the, in the backfield is we got two fullbacks, right? We have Gabe Neighbors and obviously, um, oh my gosh, Horvath. Horvath, Horvath, yeah. And uh, I think He's it was got Joe a sweet Lombardi mustache, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah big, big, big old caterpillar. Dude. It was like, oh my gosh, you got a panel yep. van? What's going on with that? You know, um, that's great. But but here's here's one thing Joe Lombardi talked about that I thought was a really good point. Um, you know, when it's an obvious pass play, what third and long, and you know, you got an extra, you need an extra second because you got corners and corner blitzes and, and, and defensive ends, you know, rushing after the quarterback, you want a bigger body in there to take that hit, right? You don't want someone like an Austin Eckler. And that's really where a Horvath's going to come in. And look, Horvath was a linebacker. That dude yep. is a beast. He looks yeah. good. Yep. And yep. Man, I totally think he could be the guy, right? So again, when we start talking about running backs, man, Kelly might be gone, man. We've we've given him a lot of shots. Um, I think Rowtree will have another year just because this is his what second year, anyways, right? So um, anyhow, so that's just kind of my take. So Kelly could be a guy that we may not carry on, you know, or maybe yeah. they deal him off, right? I I you never know. They may they may try and get a pick out of him. Yep. You know, and in Tom Telesco does have kind of a history of keeping guys from Buffalo too. Um, yes. We've had a couple backs from Buffalo. And once again, you know, uh, Khalil Max from Buffalo, by the way, too. So that's where he went to school yeah. also. So, Absolutely. Uh, there is this thing that I think Tom Telesco loves finding guys from Buffalo. Um, <laughs> so uh, who knows? I mean, Kevin Marks could be that guy that could oh. really add more to that, more depth to that uh, running back position. And, you know, bringing up Kelly is actually another point that, uh, I, I didn't think about that um, yeah. because mm-hmm. he, he is a guy that was another Anthony Lynn guy, by the way, yep. too. So Roundtree is yeah. probably got a leg up, in my opinion, just because yep. he was drafted under Staley. So um, who knows? We'll see how that pans out. We'll see how that pans out. This is going to be a tough 53-man roster. There's going to be some tough cuts. Um, it's, I, yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be easy. So. Yeah, it won't be, um, you know, but, but, but I, you know, you never know, right. He might do better somewhere else, you know, and again, he wasn't getting yep. a lot of reps and again, again, we start talking about Tillery. We start talking about some of these other players that are going to be let go guys at the end of the day, giving them the ability to play somewhere else is a good thing for them in their career. I know it's sad to say, Oh, Hey, these people are leaving. But at the end of the day, guys, look, if you're not going to get reps here, you could get reps somewhere else while you still have, you know, a body to perform. So you know, you never know. You never know how it's going to play out. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Tough decisions. Tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the thing with the offense. I mean, talking about the offense, I mean, you know, we chatted a little bit briefly about the offense. I mean, it's exciting to see Herbert out there throwing the ball, throwing Herbo, Herbo bombs, everybody chanting MVP. Um, man, he's <laughs> just a true, true leader. True, true leader yeah. for this team. And, uh, you know, Herbert and Allen midseason form looking great on multiple 20-yard plays. Um the running backs are looking pretty solid too. Josh Palmer's looking bigger. Um, I mean, there's there's a well, lot Guyton's of looking good too. By the way, a lot of Guyton's people are talking about good. Yeah, I yep. mean, it's stuff. Guyton's looking uh, Michael, bigger too. Michael Bandy is kind of a guy, and I don't know why. I kind yep. of have a uh, a little bit of a you know desire to see more from that guy. Um, he had, I think, he, if it's right, I think he went to San Diego or University of San Diego. He did go to San Diego. Yep, he and, went to San Diego. Uh, he had a great, great career there, and. Uh, now it's a different type of school. It's not not basically one of the major major schools for football, but there's something about a guy that has huge amount of stats, great amount of catches out there, 
that just kind of makes me think like he could find his way somewhere or another. And he did play a little bit for the Chargers last year. I think he might have been in the Texans game, I believe. Yeah, um, I think he was. And yeah. I think he might have been doing some punt returns and everything too. So there, there's a lot of little things like that and players in the back end that I think that are uh, exciting to watch. But one that to me kind of stood out a little bit was Gerald Everett. Um, and he seemed to have a pretty good connection with Herbert. Um, oh, big time. Big time. So He's going to have a big year. Yep. He's going to have a big, big year. And once again, this offense is going to eat. And I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing offense to look at. And uh, he even lined up in the Wildcat, I believe, one time too. So he's got this speed ability that he could really kind of be that dude. Weird to think about a tight end being able to be that way. But Alan talked a lot about Gerald Everett saying he's just a hard dude to tackle. He's a very yep. hard guy to tackle. And so big body guy. And, and I've been saying for the longest time, we need a guy that could get us yards after catch. And I think he might be our guy for that. So. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm excited to see where number seven is going to be for this offense. And it's weird to see a tight end. And I think Kyle was like, that was weird to be able to see a tight end at number seven. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> that, that is, that is an number? odd like, number yeah. too. I, I like, like they, you know, I, honestly, like, going into that, like I feel like it's such a weird rule change yeah. that like they can have whatever number they they basically want now, and I'm because I was like I'm so used to being tight ends being like for, like the '80s and uh, you know like seeing like you know the defensive backs in the '20s and and all all of that like the that kind of system and linemen at '90s you know for the defense and stuff. And so it's just like. All right, I guess we'll just have to, you know, do a little bit more research on all all these players and stuff, and remember like what numbers they are, like in because they're all, every whatever they got carte blanche on that, you know. Yep. So, all right, yeah, it's an interesting uh, thing to see. Interesting. Thing you know, so well, did we answer? Did we answer this more too? Like, uh, because this could go into, uh, you know, also what uh, Richard was saying. Correct. Um, Al. Yeah, because it's kind of go ties both of those in together. It's like, yeah, who oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, who would the most talented player? I, I'll, uh, I'll add to, one more person to not make too. the team. Um, okay, uh, Joe Reed, wide receiver that we got mm. from Virginia. Mm. You know, Joe Reed mm -hmm. was kind of you know, a, a lot of people. In fact, I can't remember when we drafted him, um, but a lot of people thought he would be really big and a good wide receiver. He could also be a slot wide receiver. I know we talked about that earlier as well too that he could be a slot wide receiver. And I know he was also going to be there for special teams, but he hasn't really stepped up. Right. And that's yeah. a big part of it. Look, this is, this is a, you need to perform, right? If you want to be out there and play, you have to perform just like any other job, right? You got to do your job correctly. And Joe Reed has not stepped up for whatever reason. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him specifically. Um, you know, he was, I don't know. He could be another guy on the offensive side that we may yeah. let go. I, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Joe reads a guy. Did you have somebody else kind of in mind, Kyle on that? Cause I know, I know we chatted a bunch of about a bunch of other players already on that yeah. question. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think, honestly, I mean, I think honestly, Trayvon Campbell is definitely the, one of the guys that I would put out there. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. talented, but he's also uh, shaky and shoddy at that point, uh, at that regard. Um, and so he, I don't, I don't see him actually sticking with the team for too, too much longer. Uh, I, I'm also worried about, you know, Joshua Keller might be another one of those things. He, he was actually on. Mills on the mic, uh, you know, who we actually, another person that we met yep. at uh, training camp, you yep. know, she won, she's, she runs the fan of the year thing. And so yep. uh, for the chargers and stuff. So 
um it's actually it's actually a really good uh i don't know i, I kind of want to listen to what they were talking about because he did talk about training camp at that uh podcast um and i would highly encourage the rest of you guys to do the same thing and, and watch uh, them uh also quickly wanted to give a, a brief shout out to richie Riche. Uh, who's uh, joined us again? Uh, this one, he has his own show where he does uh, kind of an AFC West show, and he has very cool uh, the Broncos people representing the Broncos, Chiefs, uh, and the uh, the Raiders and Chargers on there. Awesome. Uh, and so eventually, we're 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 kind of talking behind the scenes uh, to uh, you know get a collab going where we can jump in there too, like to have other rotational hosts That's and stuff. Cool. So. And maybe we'll we'll jump get him in here as well. Like maybe uh, when we play the Broncos, we'll have a little uh, banter going back and forth. Yeah, I so, like that. I like it. that. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, you know, um, I know, yeah. I know. Um, we had one other question. Aether, I think, brought up one question about. Uh, yeah, he had one for you specifically. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's, he's bringing the heat to he's you, bro. The heat. He, Where's he it? He at? does it. Does it every time. I know he's talking about. Yeah. The three step <laughs> drops. Um, the aggressive, so he's thinking. Oh, here it is. Yeah, 49ers. Got it. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So about the 49ers aggressive defense. My question: Do you see Herbert using a three-step drop going to this matchup? Let me see what your thoughts, my bro. Um, you know, three-step drops. That means if there's going to be a big, big pass rush, you want to get the ball out of your hand quickly. Um, yeah. You know, screen pass something. Screen pass. Screen pass. Something just quick. Well, yeah. In the flat. Uh, slants cross routes um curl routes something quick to get out of your hand so if and i've been a big fan if i was a coach or an offensive coordinator if i'm seeing that my line is not doing the job you got to get the ball out of the person's hand quickly it's kind of like tom brady if you watch him he's he's a master of getting the ball out of his hand quickly makes his o-line look a lot better in my opinion um so Going into, say, for instance, the Raider game, if they do have a couple good defensive ends, I think they have a pretty fair uh, defensive line. Um, <laughs> to be honest, though, I think we have a very, very good offensive line, um, yep. which we'll chat about here shortly after this. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I think it's all situational, in my opinion. I'm not going to say he's going to sure. always use a three-step drop because, I mean, there could be a five-step drop. He's going to play possibly in, in which – Herbert came from the college being mostly a shotgun quarterback in which we did that a lot last year too. Right. So right. I, I, it's all situational on what you want to do for the amount of drops that you want to go for the quarterback. Three-step drop is very much quick pass kind of stuff. Do we have guys that could do that and fit in those uh, gaps to be able to get quick uh, catches? Absolutely. Keenan Allen's one of those guys that could be that dude. Um, you know, obviously even to say, I said years ago, I felt like Austin Eckler should have been lining up as like a, as a wide receiver pretty frequently, which he did a little bit last year too. And obviously Austin Eckler is very, very dangerous, which once again, watching him at the camp was pretty amazing to watch how fast he is and how low he gets to the ground. Yeah. Um, the guy is a tough, tough player. Um, he's, he's a very smaller guy, but very compact when he runs. And so it's very hard to be able to see him with six foot plus guys kind of being around him to know where he's at. So he's a very elusive guy. Um, too. So who knows um, if, if the defense obviously gets uh, aggressive that we're playing against three-step drops work um, screen passes could also work too. Um, yep. So I'll, I'll, you know. uh, I'll add a little bit to that too, James. I know Carlos here asked a question about Deandre Carter. Are we going to use him in offensive calls? I think he could be a guy that's perfect for that. Right. Very short little uh, drop passes. I mean, he was very prolific uh, at Washington. So 
Uh, he's listed as a wide receiver five. I think he will be used. Um, and I, so I think he will be doing that. And one thing I will add to Aether's comment and question, and then I know ERB has a question as well, too, that um, uh, Herbert has been focusing heavily on his footwork, heavily mm -hmm. on his yep. footwork. And yeah. that is really cool because, look, at the end of the day, a lot of quarterbacks are still figuring out how to throw the ball correctly. He doesn't have that problem. He does not have that problem. What he needs to focus on is his footwork. And that's really what made Tom Brady so good as well, too. If you were looking at him through his entire career, he did a great job staying in the pocket and, and dishing the ball away. So um, I think him, it just goes to show you how good Justin Herbert really is at yeah. going into year three. If he's focusing on footwork and that's like the thing he needs to focus on, ugh, boy, yeah. talk about sky's the limit for some guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see. So, um, but yeah, I do think that short yards player, players, uh, DeAndre Carter could come in. Yep. We could see a lot more with Guyton, some of these smaller guys uh, in the backfield. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, Carter did get a touchdown also too recently in training camp this week too. So he's yep. going to get involved for sure. And, you know, Richie Richie also brought up, brought up about run RPO too. And that's I like some that. reason why that we kept talking about why Pat White kind of got on here too. Um, so he might actually kind of implement a little bit more of an RPO side of things on the offensive play call. So th there's a lot of things that we could do with this offense. And I think we've got a lot of players that could be those X factor guys. Like, I mean, even to say with the wildcat and seeing Gerald Everett, even running a couple plays as the wildcat. I mean, this could be an interesting looking offense all around. So, yeah, I really hope they get more creative. I really felt like they held back Justin Herbert quite a bit last year. Um, I don't think they're going to do that again this year. This is the second year. I think he feels more confident and capable. Yep. So yep. Uh, I, I would love to see RPO. I'd love to see Wildcat mix it up. You, you got yep. a, you got a running quarterback that is good, as good as anybody else, right? Uh, in the league, you know, we just don't want him to get hurt and, and take hits. So anyway, yeah, agreed. Yep. Agreed. Definitely yep. talk about that yep. even further. It'll be interesting to see where this offense develops after year two. I, I did want to say, one thing that I observed on day two and, and just thinking about, hey, we're going to have a lot of pressure in front of us. And I think we know and understand where our weakness is on our on our offensive line, specifically the right side. Uh, one thing that I noticed with the offensive linemen is that they actually separated the right guard and the right tackle from, you know, center, left guard and left tackle. And they keyed in specifically with certain players to do blocking and specifically uh, run blocking drills. And right. so... They actually had um, Zion with um, Trey Pipkins. Yep. One package. And then they had Norton with Hymas uh, as another package. Now, I'm not saying that those are the starter, starting right guard, right tackles. But if you start kind of thinking about it, we spent a first-round pick on Zion, he's probably going to be in there. Now you got Trey Pipkins as the right tackle with his package. So I don't know if that's a sign of things to come that they're really trying to put Trey Pipkins as the right tackle officially. Um, and then just having Norton as the second uh, right tackle, which I'd be okay with. Uh, Cause Brandon Hymas didn't really have too much time on the field that I, I remember last year. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting thing to see, but they're really, really focusing on their right side to make sure they get the pass or the, excuse me, run blocking um, drills situated on that right side. So our left side yeah. is pro bowl level. So those oh, yeah. are all pro bowl yeah. guys like, yep. So We're, that best center in the league too. Right. So hundred percent. And mm -hmm. one of the yeah. top tackles in the league and, and Filer's yep. an absolute stud. Um, yep. 
the so anchor. really focusing on that right side is key for us. So it was just really interesting to see that, that they separate them from the other line. Men. Yeah. That'll be very interesting to see how that plays out as well, too. A lot of people yep. still think it's Trey, but I don't know. Storm did all right, too. So, you know, um, but hey, we'll see. It's going to shake out when pads come on. And and then, you know, I'll be honest with you, Zion's going to start. I mean, he's he's going to be our starter. He's a first yep. round pick. He will be our starter. Um, and so he probably has some say in it as well, too. Okay, I think uh, Trey works better with me. And I promise you, you're going to probably see Zion there. And they'll work Storm, and then they'll work Trey, and they'll determine who works better with Zion. And that might be part of the deciding factor of who gets that position in right tackle. Yep, so, absolutely. Just like Richie Rich said, he's just trying to find the right five that fits together. And, correct. Correct. You know, it's a big puzzle. I mean, we obviously know what the left three are going to be. <laughs> I mean, that's, yep. that's yep. set in stone, in my opinion. Um, that's a lock. Find those other two on the other side. And I mean, Zion's probably the fourth, and then who's the fifth? And so, which guy can Zion mesh with basically at this point? So, uh, it's an interesting, interesting thing. But that's an observation I saw from camp. Uh, one thing that we didn't dabble on too, and I know we chatted a little bit about uh, talented players that could get cut, but we didn't talk about also uh, the other running back that we did draft, Spiller. Um, Spiller looked good. Um, he looked yep. good out there. Yeah. Catching the Spiller's ball. looking really good. Running really well. Yep. Um, he, he seems like he's blocking very well from what I'm seeing. I mean, that's – I really, really hope that we got that RB2 for sure now. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really Agreed. hope we do. Agreed. Um, so I think you that know, he's – he. it's going to be interesting to see him in preseason game to see where he, yeah. how he does. I think the other thing too um, – I think it was a number of different interviews. Um, they're talking about Austin Eckler and they're like, no, he's going to get the same amount of touches that he got last year, but they just got to find out who the second running back is going to be. Right. Yep. And I, again, when, when we go back to people being cut, right. I think that's kind of why Kelly might not be there because I do think they'll give Roundtree another year. Um, and Kelly's had plenty of shots and he just hasn't performed. Right. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, you never know. And then I, I think Marks is getting some really good marks. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, you know. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, that's my point, right? So, so again, you know, it's and again, you got Horvath, and I don't know. So it'll, it'll be really good to see what happens with that for sure. Yep. So exactly. exactly. Um, boy, you got a lot of good questions coming in here, guys. This is awesome. Very cool. Yeah, we have a really, really good one. Very you good know, And uh, what's the name? Richie Richie had a, <laughs> a a big one uh over there too because he was talking about the offense and yeah. like you know like and he and i were going back and forth in the chat yeah uh talking about how like you know if if we are going to have a similar offense and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier on before he jumped in but uh you know brandon staley said that uh going forward on fourth downs it was a last year's team situation correct and yep. uh and w one thing that i wanted to share with everybody else here you know it's just that yeah I don't think I don't think that we are going to go for it on fourth down as much as no, uh, we no. did last year at all. No, it um, aggressively, because you know the biggest thing is too is because uh, look, bottom line is we had the bottom five special teams and bottom five defense last yep. year. So, but this year I believe we we have successfully flipped the script at yep. least on paper. Yep. So, if we can we actually did make that happen on the field. Then one thousand percent, we're we're not going to need to go for it on fourth down 100%. because we're going to be you know converting first downs to first downs, second downs to second downs, and that was one of the arguous, arguably 
worst stats that we had is that Justin Herbert was bad at first and second Correct. downs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so, but you know, when the pressure was on third down, he would convert to a first down fourth down. He would convert to a first down, you know, yeah. uh, which is, it's always a very scary position to be in, you know, like, so, and I'm just like wondering, it's like, okay, I, I think that we are going to see a completely different offense, at least by that regard, let alone play calling, because, you know, we got a whole bunch of uh, different coaches involved. And so it's going to be really w- fun to see what our team's going to be like next year for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. I mean, I, I, I think that we have a totally different defense, totally different team, totally. And I think even to say that interview that he had on ESPN, it kind of made it sound like he's like, Hey man, last year we built up the offense and we got it to where we want it to be. Now we got the defense of where we want it to be. And so I think that this year is going to be much different on that fourth down aspect. I think offensively now having a second year under same offense and to be able to grow out um, this, this offense to be even better potentially too. Um, I mean, it's really not, there's only a couple wrinkles that we added to this offense to make it even stronger and better. But I think the thing is that with us, we have a defense that could stop other people's offensive now uh, offensive offenses. Now I couldn't, for some reason, couldn't say that (laughs) they're offense. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't think we really have to go for it that much on fourth down. Like I love the fourth, yeah. fourth and Staley um, attitude, but I think that will be very much situational on those fourth downs. And I think my personal opinion, I think they will do that against the chiefs more than any other team in the NFL, because I think they know they need to be able to keep that ball out of Mahomes' hands as much as they possibly can and keep the ball with our best player too. So who knows? We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Thanks, yep. Richie Rich. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Today, Junior. Today, Junior. Today, Junior. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's throw up uh, Aether's question here. I'm very sad. Yeah. About the video. Now it's interesting. I got that. Um, yeah. I never quite understood. Again, I'm a Charger fan. I grew up in San Diego. Um, yeah. Look, Spanos has tried to keep them in San Diego. They did absolutely everything they possibly could do to keep them there. They had to make a business decision, right? And that's that's unfortunately part of the game. So, you know, I don't think there's really a whole lot you could talk about there. But, you know, if people are going to be bitter, they're going to be bitter, right? They can sit back and, and be angry. And, and I just don't see a point in living a life and walking around with anger like that, right? Move on, yeah. right? Business mm-hmm. decisions have to be yeah. made. Companies have to make decisions all the time about employees. Right. This is no different, right? So, yeah, people got to get over it. it that's yeah. the way I view it. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, I've, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm out there uh, talking to people about that a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, cause like I, I go to like all these events, you know, the barbecues with all like the diehard fans, of course. And so, um, like, and I try to get what their opinions are about the whole thing. I know it's kind of late to the party because it's, they've already moved. They've been here for five years now. Um, uh, dang, that's wild to think. Crazy. Five years. It's already been, holy smokes. Been, yeah. Shoot. Dang. Uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, like I think they've tried to get a new stadium in San Diego f- since like the late '90s, I-, I believe. And I saw a video where it was just the the history where just like they kept trying to find a new place, a new location, but they kept getting turned down or kept moving around or whatever. It's like that. Eventually, the Spanos family unfortunately realized that the writing was just on the wall. 
they yep. were not going to get a stadium yep. Yep. and they had they had no other option uh the one thing that i do know that was the the worst part about the the, the final the death blow was the vote uh that they yep. had number one and that vote was uh basically kind of packaged in a way where the city of san diego the actual were basically where most of the fans were could not vote on it yeah and that that was really the death blow it's like it was all the surrounding cities and counties of people voting on it um, that was going to be making the decision and they chose not to. Uh, and so because of that, the NFL moved them. And that's the bottom line too, is that the NFL is really the, the real villain here be, uh, for the chargers because they wanted another team to be in LA right. and they did not want the Raiders to be there. Yep. Uh, so with that said, uh, I believe that uh it would have been really cool to see the Chargers at Vegas because thematically that would that would have made a lot of sense. You know, the city of lights and electricity, all these different colors and, and uh, neon lights and stuff, and that would work awesome for the Chargers. I mean, yeah. I even have one of those things, Bolt City. Uh, it looks that would look really awesome with in a neon light time of fashion. Yeah. You know, and and then the Allegiant Stadium would not look like a toilet bowl yeah. or a Roomba or something. Roomba, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that stadium is extremely expensive too, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and you know, well, the the last the thing that I would say too is that like it's two hours away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this it's San Diego to L.A. Yeah, you can get on a bus, you can get on a train, get in your car. <laughs> it is not moving out of state. Yes, yeah. it's, it's still in it's, Southern it's, California. It's still in Southern California. Yeah. They the Chargers are. The Southern California team. I don't care yep. what you say. They've never left the Southern California region. Yep. Just like the Niners. They have never left the Northern California team or uh, region. They are the Northern California team. Yep. Those two teams are the only team that matter in San in California, period. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, like the Rams, that's like your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like they they left and then you, you call them and back. They came back. Oh, I, I need a booty call. Come and get me. <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you get, you know, it's like, it's coming like, it's the same thing with the Raiders. They, they she, she comes back. You know, you know why, you know why people are Raiders fans? It's because everybody likes a crazy girlfriend because they good in bed. Yeah. You know? that's, <laughs> and, and that's, and that's what the Raiders are. They're, they are the crazy ex-girlfriend and you call them when you need to get that fixed. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Man, that that went uh, that went some wild direction yeah, right that, there. That, that went some dark path. Hey, uh, hey, I know a good therapist for you, bro. I'll uh, I'll, I'm gonna yeah, give yeah, you that yeah. number, dude. So uh, you know, he said he's straight on a few things. So uh, we I'll, I'll, uh, we let that right. we let that go as long as we could, just to see. We'll get that clip. We'll clip that out. Clip it. We'll clip that's that right. Out. Make that a separate clip. Uh, no, oh, hey, I mean that's just that's just the truth, man. I'm just yeah. I'm just speaking the truth, and I'm speaking like straight from the, my head. Yeah. yeah. Like I ain't trying to. I ain't, I'm trying to spit facts out here. I'm trying to yeah. spit funnies, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah. In the in the one thing too, and so I I broke down and and I actually talked about wanting to do a whole video just talking about are these Chargers fans coming back from San Diego to watch the Chargers uh, now the L.A. Chargers and and look, I get it. I was born in San Diego. There there's always that rivalry with San Diego and L.A. Yeah. They hate each other, and I get it. I 100% get it. Kyle's point. Dude, they didn't leave San. They didn't leave Southern California. Two hours away. Like I was a season ticket holder, living in Los Angeles, driving down to San Diego all the time to Correct. go watch games. And it was hundred plus games 
playoffs, everything like that. And it was no problem at all for me to do that. And I'm a fan of the Chargers. Like, mm-hmm. yes. I love that they were in San Diego. I love that they're still in L.A. I love that they're in a, an area that we could make it happen. I'm in Arizona. John apparently is in Arizona, too. We're six hours away. I drove out there for training camp to go to, to their six-hour drive to be able to go watch them just practice. And we're they're still in a close proximity. Even when they were talking about possibly moving out of San Diego, there was talks about going to San Antonio, too. Yep. That would have been a big difference for everybody. That would have been a totally different fan base. For that I mean, point. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well said, John. You know, the real Charger fans are going to come back too, and I agree with 100%. that. Hundred yes. percent. Right. Look, uh, yep. you know, and you know, we're kind of beating a dead horse here. But what I would just say is this: right, we start winning, the fans are going to come back. Yep. Okay. Nobody, yeah. nobody likes cheering 100%. for teams that lose, right? And so, but here's the thing, guys. Like, and, and we've said this over and over again: we play an exciting brand of offense, right? Uh, with Justin Herbert. It's gonna Amazing. be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tasty. Yep. We're yep. from from our from our cousin. Tasty he's gonna be, weed, he's gonna be throwing bro. tasty touchdowns. Tasty touchdowns. <laughs> tasty foot. We we got some football. tasty football coming, bros. It's gonna be tasty. <laughs> but you know what? But look, the fans are already here. Yep. Yeah. Look at this. And, and, look at this. And, and that is true, guys. There was a ton of fans there. I remember going there a couple times. There was nobody there a few times. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago. And holy smokes, there's so many, so many fans there. The excitement was amazing. All the media is talking about it. So yeah, they're they're coming back. Trust me, it'll be it'll be interesting to see this yep. next year too. Um, well, yeah, that's the truth. And I mean, I know I chatted with some people just about that last Raider game, and they were they they converted to Raider fans for some reason, getting away from the uh, from the Chargers. And while that game was going on, they said, "Man, why am I rooting for the Chargers?" I think it's built in fans of the chargers to want to root for the chargers and so i we we basically have a fan base and it's awesome to be able to see oh, in training so camp cool. how many people showed up and how many people are so excited about this team and i was even chatting with some people that were from san diego asking them like hey what is it like for the chargers fans out there um and yeah, they said, cool. you know it's kind of more of a 50 50 kind of thing and i know i looked over a lot of the ratings too of just seeing what they were like back in 2017 to when they went to the playoffs to play against the Ravens and the ratings for TV uh, TV viewership for the Chargers has progressively gotten better and better yep. each year. Mm-hmm. So they're, yep. they're, they're, they were a little butthurt, just kind of what they're saying. Maybe there was that breakup, just Kyle was talking about with the ex-girlfriend and the girl girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend. And, and, you know, yeah. they're, they're coming back. They're understanding, hey, look, there's some exciting football. It sounds like John was kind of one of those things where, he was he was kind of a little bit of bitter about the team there for a little while, and he's come back. Justin Herbert has brought some exciting brand of football here, and we're excited to be able to have him as a quarterback and and as a leader of this team. So, I think you know what this this year is going to be massive for the Chargers. Um, it will be. It will be. Look at that. I really this hope. Is, that's. I amazing. mean that that picture right there is amazing, guys. That, that. That's literally what it looks like, and it's it's yeah. nuts. There, yeah. th- that was every day, guys. Every day. Well, yeah, it's literally every day this week. Yeah. That. You know, it was just like this, yeah. you know, like in, you know, we were there opening day, yep. just like that. And then, you know, James was there the uh, the next, the second day. And then I was there the fourth day. This was the fourth day. Guys, yeah. come on. Yep. It's, 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 it's almost, it's almost, we ready. Yep. yep. The, char- yep. the Chargers are ready, man. Like, you know, yeah. the fans are coming back. Like, And let's be real too, though. Like Justin Herbert is 
one of the driving forces of yeah, bringing the time. fans back to LA. You know, 100%. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, as much as I love Philip Rivers, I mean, he was he was kind of a how do you say? I guess he was vanilla. He was a vanilla vanilla white boy. So uh, because <laughs> okay, you know, yeah, because you know, I mean, he he was a really he was a different personality. He wasn't super like kind of energetic on the with the media and stuff like that, you know. And he wasn't very exciting to watch. Uh, um, I guess a lot of times, I mean, man, but he, he had a lot of. He, he's a fun dude. I mean, no, watch him, he, watch yeah. him in the broadcast booth when he, when yeah. he gets to the booth. I guess that's it's true. Gonna, yeah. when, he, when he gets to the booth, he'll be he'll be awesome. He never swears. He's perfect for yep. TV. Yeah. I will say this yeah. though, again, and I've said this a number of times, they never put a team around Phil Rivers, right? But never they're did. finally yeah, doing that with did. Justin Herbert. And again, yes. he's young. He's impressionable and he yeah. just goes full bore. Right. So what was, there was yeah. another one I was going to talk about. Yeah. Right here. So, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, James, you and I were talking about this. Keenan Allen was saying that, you know, even the last couple of years, the chargers fans weren't showing up. They weren't yep. showing up in San Diego and yep. yeah. you know, they thought, oh, okay, we're, we're breaking up, whatever they're moving. Well, you know what? They found another home, right? It is what it is. Right. So, Look, I've always just said this. We could probably squash this conversation. You know, you shouldn't live life uh, with hate, right? And no. and to sit yeah. back and just walk around and and have a bad attitude about the Chargers is it just it's wasted energy. It's like okay, cool, whatever. You know, move on. Yeah. You know, you're wasting yeah. your time. You know, having that anger in your life. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big believer that uh, this is the right things um, moving forward. So yep. Um, I, oh, yeah, by the I, way, I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. The go future is bright for the Chargers, and the future is. You know, if you if you're a San Diego fan, just kind of sitting there, kind of hold on to that bitterness of everything. Got to wear shades. The future's so this, bright. You got to wear is, shades. <laughs> this is, you got to block uh, out all the haters. So, I don't. You got to uh, be able to, Yeah, these are yeah. my hater. My, my, dude, might my have stolen my car. I can't. Yeah, I gave away so many of my shades. Like <laughs> most most of my shades have been given away over this past weekend. Yeah. So it's like my, uh, I think I have a few left in my car, but that's about it. Yeah. So I'm like, dang. Uh, yeah, so. You know what? We probably should wrap up here. I know yep. this is, yeah, we're getting a little longer, but I will say this. Let's mm -hmm. talk a little bit more special teams. It looks like uh, our other kicker we signed, James uh, McCourt. Is that his name? Didn't yeah. look too great. So, uh, I mean, once again, like uh, our special teams, I think, are pretty fair right now. I mean, it's interesting to yep. see who's going to be the guy who's going to be our punt returner. I did see a couple dropped punt. Uh, yeah. Punt uh, catches. Um, that's not good to see. Um, James McCourt was out there kicking the ball yep. on day two, and it was just looking bad. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Vizcaino, here we go again. It was just all over the place, did not look very good. Um, you know, and, I like, and I'm going to talk about the bad as much as the good. And so, you know, I, I don't think that necessarily he'll be basically kind of our kicker by any means. I mean, J.K. Scott is our guy. Um, and then, you know, uh, punter, Dustin Hopkins punter. is going to be our guy for, yeah. for field goals and such kicking. too. So yeah. Kicking yeah. punter will be Scott for sure. Yep. Punter will be and, Scott uh, for sure. So, yep. I don't know. It's just one of those things I did see a little bit of that and, uh, I'm not really sure who's going to be truly going to be the, the kick returner. I mean, I'm sure it's probably going to be end up being De uh, Deandre Carter, um, as our guy. Um, but they'll, but they'll try people out, right? Like I know the yep. guy that we were, they were talking about, um, Oh my gosh! Why am I drawing a blank on his name? All of a sudden, uh, Joe Reed. Joe Reed was supposed to be our kickoff returner. So I couldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he got another shot at it again. Yep. You know, Guyton. Yeah, good point, John. Guyton could be a guy. I mean, I think he's pretty good too. Um, you never know, yep. right? So, um, I think. But again, they, one of the things that I did 
speaking of special teams, that's going to be a big part of who actually makes these uh, uh, teams, right? Yep. So look at maybe Kelly does really well in special teams. So yes, they may keep him as a running back four because he does well in special teams and he'll dress. Yep. Um, uh, and so that's really going to boil down to that, right? So, um, you know, that's going to be an interesting – Wow, we got all yeah, these we're getting blown up here. by some spam over oh, here. Smoke. Hey, how, how do we get rid of that? Oh, guy? oh you guys want some the best adult dating site? Here we are. Don't oh, click those links, guys. I don't. Yeah, is, is there a way you can block those, Kyle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to block it right now. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, don't don't <laughs> click those links, guys. No, but but under yeah. under Roberts is going to be very good, right? I think he will do fine. Um, and you know, it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how that plays out for sure. So. Yeah. Um, Actually, that was me. I was just trying to help a, help a brother out here. Yeah, you know I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Naps. Um, Shoot. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it all pans out. And, and great yep. point, Andy. I mean, some of these guys make the team because of special teams. Um, they still need guys to run out there to be able to go get, um, you know, their their punt returner or kick returner or whatnot. They still need those guys that could be good at that aspect of the game. And, you know, even to say some of the guys like JT Woods or, you know, uh, Jazir Taylor, uh, those are other speedy kind of guys that could go downfield that could potentially be those guys that'll be yep, uh, for special yep. teams. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see. And and Carlos, I, I've seen Brandon Peters out there too. I, I haven't even seen him throw a ball around at all. Like, I mean, I can't imagine with the three guys that we got right now with, uh, you know, Daniels and Chay, uh Oh my gosh. Uh, Herbert. And also, uh, number two stick. Um, those guys seem to be getting a lot more of the reps more than anything. So, um, but either way, special teams, that's something to look at. And that'll be something that I'll be taking a look at um, well, a lot it, during preseason. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that I would say on this tonight, and again, it, it, we never talk about special teams a whole lot, right? But again, it's a phase of the game. <laughs> There's three phases of the game, yeah. offense, yeah. defense, and special teams. We were horrible in special teams last year, and I really do think that we are going to be better this year, right? If, again, if we're a top yes, special team, then we are going to be better, right? You know, you can win and lose games by special teams, and, and Hopkins is definitely going to be our kicker. Scott will definitely be our punter. We got yep. one of the better long slappers in the league, which is excellent, um, yep. and we should have great pass protection. So, again, I'm expecting a lot better results this year, and I think DeAndre Carter will do very well um yeah. you know for us and so guys i'm just excited very excited yep. so i'm i'm ready for the season man and i and it, it was exciting to be able to be with you bros uh at oh, training yeah. camp it, it was, was exciting to be able to so see good. the enthusiasm so of the fans it was exciting to be able to connect with the community i know we went a little long-winded on this one but i, I kind of expected this one to be a little bit longer more than anything because we we've got a lot of uh, great information and we're just excited that football's back here again. So yes, we, we, we got a spam bot. So we are here guys. We have made it. We have made it, (laughs) but let's go ahead and wrap it up fellas. I know we went through a lot of questions. We kind of went a little bit off the rails on some of the, some of the uh, topics here, but you know, I think it's all really good, but bottom line, we're glad to be able to chat about our competition, talk about, our team, the Chargers, and uh, we're excited for for what's to come. So, once again, uh, thanks, guys, for jumping in. We love Absolutely. your guys' questions, and we love all your guys' support. We love being able to meet you guys even at um, training camp, too. So, yeah. uh, that was really, really fun to see. So, once again, my name's James. I got my two bros here, Andy and Kyle. So, uh, once again, like, share, 
let everybody know about the Bolt Bros. We love the support. Bolt Bros, we are out. We're about to get out of here. Yeah.